Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero, where I come to you every Thursday from my offices in Carrollton, Texas. And the purpose of the show is to for twofold. Number one, I want exposure for my upcoming book called You Need More Money. It comes out in March of 2018. But most importantly, I want you to understand that if I can make it, you can make it. If I can come from zero, from a dumpy one-bedroom apartment with a phone and a folding table and a yellow pages and build a $100 million-plus business, you can too. And I want to give you strategies, secrets, tips, real-life shit that I did that you can do effective right now, not tomorrow or on Monday, but at this very moment, you can do it right now if you have the balls and the guts to take action and take control of your damn life and recognize that you need more money. I can help you with that. And that's why I do the podcast. Today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about a section of my book that's called the phases of wealth. There are three primary phases of wealth in my eyes. The first is broke. The second is what I call accumulation. And the third is rich. Now, I'm going to go in and tell you what I mean by all of these. But before we do that, there's really a fourth one. And the fourth one came to me when I was talking about this concept with Grant Cardone. And Cardone said, Matt, you forgot one. The fourth one is called wealthy. Now, wealthy means Rockefeller money, Carnegie money, Gates money, Buffett money, totally indestructible money. Regardless of who's in the presidency or two planes hitting skyscrapers or any of that sort of stuff, their wealth will go on for maybe ever, but certainly for generations upon generations upon generations upon generations. They can't spend it all. I can't help you with that. I don't have it. But I've been through the other three phases, broke, accumulation, and rich. And I want to help you understand them and then eventually get there. Because the goal is to get rich. Do not kid yourself. The goal is not to be broke. The goal is not to be in accumulation. The goal is to get rich. So here's how I define it. Broke. Broke is the easiest phase to get out of. So don't congratulate yourself that much because you got out of broke, right? Broke means the bills are coming on pink slips. And, and you don't got a pot to piss in. That's what broke means. Now, you might think broke means you're getting eviction notices and the car is two days away from getting repossessed. No, that's just really broke. And that's just down on your luck. And that's because you're a fuck up. That's why that happens. There's no, no other reason why that happened to you. Oh, I know good things happen to bad, uh, bad things happen to good people. I know I heard all that bullshit before. But if you're in that level of despair, it's your own damn fault. And let me tell you why I know that. Because I've been there. I've had the eviction notices come to me on my apartment when I got my business started. And yeah, I had my car repossessed. I watched the guy take it from the, my shitty bedroom window in that dumpy apartment. I watched him drive off with my car. And I ended up taking the last $40 I had to my life, which was on a Shell gas card. And I walked to the Shell gas station and I bought $40 worth of milk and frosted flakes. And I came back to my apartment and I said, this is not how it ends for me. I'm better than this. So 
So my point about being broke is it's your own fucking fault. I put myself in that situation. I was the one who decided to leave the company that I was with, was the number one sales guy, and start my own business with no money, totally underprepared, no network, no game plan, and I paid the price. It was my fault that I was busted ass broke, just like it's your fault. So anyone is going to do what they have to do to get out of broke. I mean, you're going to go get a second job to put food on the table. You're going to start working more hours. You're going to make more cold calls. You're going to do what you have to do to get out of broke. So don't sit there and pat yourself on the back and feel so good that you just ain't as bad as you used to be. Broke is broke, and it ain't just when the pink slips come or the eviction notices or the repo man comes. You can be living just fine and being bust-ass broke. So my definition of busted ass broke is if you don't have 50,000 liquid cash, 50 grand liquid. If you're living on less than 50,000 in a bank account, liquid, tangible, touchable cash, your ass is broke. Once you get to that number, though, you move to the next phase, which I love. The next phase is called accumulation. And I'll never forget when my wife, when when my wife and I were were uh, married, first married. We're still married, but when we were first married, and we've been married nineteen years. And I'm not shitting you, man. At least seven, eight years into our marriage, this was still happening. We were still broke, and we would go out to dinner at this fancy steakhouse in Dallas called Bob's Chop House with other couples. And we would all play the charade, the bullshit game of just because we can afford Bob's Chop House and we can all order wine and filet and multiple appetizers and dessert and cappuccinos. And the, the, we have the ability to put it on a credit card that, that accepts the charge. It has no connection to not being broke. And I just, I never enjoyed the process because I knew that I should be busting my ass and making more money instead of sitting there at Bob's Chop House trying to piss it away and play the charade. And so this went on so many nights, so many Friday and Saturday nights, man. It was a joke. But I didn't have the balls to tell my wife that we shouldn't be doing this. I certainly didn't have the guts to tell the other couple that we shouldn't be doing this. I mean, I just kept playing it because I, I didn't have the ability to say, stop this madness. Until one day I did, and I created a term for it. I called it accumulation mode. And my wife said, hey, the such and such want to go out uh, to Bob's this week. And I said, we're not going. Whoa, what do, what do you mean we're not going? I said, we're not going. We're in accumulation mode. She's like, what the hell is accumulation mode? I said, that's our new, that's our new mode. That's our position in life. We're accumulating cash. We're not spending it anymore. And she's like, well, you got to go handle it with, this, with the friends. I said, that's no problem. I got you, baby. I'll deliver the freaking bad news, but I want you to understand this is the way it's going to be. We're in accumulation mode, girlfriend. And if you know my wife, little five-foot-two redhead bully, you know. She's like, you're in accumulation mode. I'm in my mode, you know. She's going to do it her way. And I love her for that. But I wear the pants in the family when it comes to the cash. And so that moment on, I said, we're in accumulation mode. And I had to begin to tell people that. 
I'm not going with you. Why? Because I'm in accumulation mode. And when I made that phone call to my buddy, and I told him, Rocky and I are not going to Bob's Chop House with you this weekend. He said, why? What's go- what do you mean? I said, dude, I'm in accumulation mode. He goes, what the hell's accumulation mode? I said, I'm stacking and racking cash. I'm done pissing away the cash, man. I'm working too hard. I don't have enough to show for it. I'm in accumulation mode. And I'm telling you, there was silence on the other end of the phone. And I said, if you want to hang out, we'll go to get street tacos with you and maybe a schooner or a beer. But I ain't going to Bob's Chop House and pissing away 400 bucks anymore. I'm not doing it. And he said, oh, man, that sounds like fun. We'll do it, too. So guess what? We went. We had the tacos, a couple schooners of beer. It was like 30 bucks for each of us to get out. It cost me $30 to go out on date night when I used to spend 250 300 at Bob's. You know what my buddy did at the end of that? He came up to me. He goes, man, I'm so glad we did this. He said, I didn't have the money to go to Bob's every weekend either, man. He's like, I need to learn more about this accumulation mode. I promise you, your buddies are thinking the exact same thing, man. They're all living the lie. Your job is to be the one who steps up and tries to fix it, not just for you and your family, but to help the others by pushing this message of, I'm in accumulation mode, dude. I'm stacking and racking cash. I'm not playing the charade anymore. I'm not lying to myself and my family and my friends and maybe my spouse and my kids. I'm going to keep it real. And I'm going to stack and rack cash. That's what you got to do in accumulation mode. Tell everybody, I'm in accumulation mode, man, and I'm not afraid to jump on the top of the ceiling and say it. I'm in accumulation mode, man. Dude, I'm not pissing away money. I'm stacking and racking cash. Some people will be like, oh, my God, enough of this freaking guy, man. Who wants to hang out with this guy? And some of you will lean over, or some of your friends will lean over and say, dude, thanks. I needed this. And then you'll really get down to the heart of the matter of great friendships and relationships and all that sort of stuff because you're not playing the freaking game no more. The third phase of wealth is rich. I define rich as follows. When you can live your lifestyle by design, in other words, the life that you were meant to lead, that you built, that you designed, that you visualized, that you saw, and then you took the the steps to execute on it, and you can live that lifestyle at any time you want without any financial worries whatsoever. That's when you're rich. So what does that mean, man? Everybody's like, well, what's rich? Dude, rich is what you want it to be. If you want to work in a factory six months out of the year and then you want to go ahead and surf in Costa Rica six months out of the year and you can do that with no financial worries, dude, you're living your lifestyle by design, man. You you win. You're rich, bro. But that's not what most of us do, right? Most of us live in rich for one week a year. We piss it all away on the Disney vacation that cost us 10 or 15 or 20 grand. And we live like kings, like we think we want to live. And then our ass has got to go back to work on Monday again. Dude, that ain't lifestyle by design. That's a joke. Right? That's, that's, that's fantasy land, dude. You're just pretending for one week. Congratulations, you bust your ass for 51 weeks a year to have one week of fantasy land. And then most people got to come back and figure out how are they going to pay for the one week of fantasy land because they didn't put enough away for the 51 weeks before. 
That is not rich. That's bullshit, man. That's broke. That's a waste of time. That's ridiculous. And I'm telling you, it all changed for me when I made the decision 15 years ago to say I'm in accumulation mode and I don't give a shit who I piss off because I'm tired of being fucking broke and being behind and being pissed off about it. The three phases of wealth, broke, accumulation, and rich, I highlight in detail in my new book, You Need More Money. That book comes out in March, March 20th of 2018. It's published by Penguin. You'll be able to buy it all over the place, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere. And I want you to be excited for that because that book is a the book is a masterpiece of um, of a wake up call. Books broken up into two segments. The first is the wake up call. The second is the roadmap. So I want to help wake you up. Hopefully this podcast episode did. And then uh, the second component is the roadmap. So uh, do me a favor if you like the podcast. Obviously, subscribe to it, turn your notifications on, and do us a favor and leave a review, man. Take the time on iTunes to just click rate and review and tell us what you thought of it. It means the world to us. I mean, we charge for none of the stuff that we do on our social media pushes, none of it. In in March, I'm going to ask you to buy a book for $29, and I hope that over the over the years that I've been doing this, it's delivered enough value for you to say, yeah, man, it's worth it. But um, but in the meantime, all we ask is just rate it and review it. And I don't even care if it's bad. I just want to know how you feel about it. Just tell us that you're watching, you're listening, you're hearing us, and then tell us what you think about it, all right? I'm Matt Monero, your host. Till the next time we talk, I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.